great, great, great rising family. This indeed is a great moment. We are going to observe where are you now. A moment to be adorned. The moment of self-realization. It is one of the greatest moments of your life in order for you to be aware of the transparency that is happening between you and the self. This entire life is about conquering your emotions and your limitations. It is about conquering the beast. People often say, you know, we have to kill the ego. People often say ego death. The realization is that you are the beast. The realization is that you are this egotistical maniac. Understanding and realizing there are different expressions of the same reality. Understanding that the soul is navigating, but the ego is the one interacting with the physical world. What is it about it? It is the lowest degree, lowest vibration of who we are, encased in the physical experience. It is a fall from grace. We have descended in order to learn about the other side of the vibration in order for us to ascend. That is very important. So as we interact with the physical world, we operate in the physical world in absolute fear. Everything about us is operating in fear, scarcity. We have lost our awareness that we are already in abundance. So we are searching for the world to find ourselves. The human identity is the most important thing to a human being. Attachment and identity. Identity is directly tied into purpose. Once we figure out who we are, we will know what the journey entails. We will know what our job is in this reality. We need to break from social conformities. Free will. What a great thing. But what is the other end of that understanding? In order to break from social conformities. You are so free that you can put yourself in bondage. You are so free that you can scare yourself to death. You see? So you must understand how free you are. So we look into the divinity of who you are and the divinity, right, of everything else that exists outside of you. Someone has been interpreting the world for you. So how do we recreate ourselves in our own image well the divinity of nature is so profound you see when the lion is born when the gazelle is born it already knows what its job is that is profound it already knows what its job is and it does not break its divinity it does not mate 
with the gazelle. The lion will not mate with the gazelle. The gazelle will not mate with the zebra. It already knows to stay in alignment. It doesn't wake up and decide not to do its job. The jellyfish does not decide. The ants do not decide. They get up and they contribute to their part of cohesion, bringing together the balance, the equilibrium of oneness. It is already written. The human being divinity is a whole nother divinity. It indeed is a profound divinity. But when I interpret the world for you, when I interpret the world for God, God is lost to its own understanding. The human divinity has free will. The human divinity can decide not to do his job today. The human divinity can decide that it no longer wants to be a male. A human divinity can decide that it no longer wants to eat organically from nature, but rather live in an artificial diet and have an artificial understanding of the world. Human divinity. Sperm is still life unmanifested. Unexpressed at the time, still energy. When the baby is in the womb, we have no idea what the baby will look like. Everybody is waiting to see the child that is coming. Will he look like me? Will he look like you? And even when the child touches the ground, we still do not know what the child will be. We are still waiting to see the divinity. We cannot tell. So even you in this moment, who you are in this moment, depends on what you are experiencing experiencing at this time we still do not know the divinity who will you be what will you become we don't know you do not even know who you will become two years from now five years from now the divinity of who you are is still cloaked but it must be guided and willed only by you. So when the world educates us, when they indoctrinate us, they are interpreting the world for us. They are designing the world for God. When you put your hand in the fire, you are now experiencing it from your own mind. You now can interpret the world for yourself. When you get on the plane and you go to Haiti, now you can interpret the people, the experience for yourself. You see. So sometimes even suffering is cloaked in the divinity. In order for you to know who you are. So we must experience different variations of who we are through other people. We must go through the experience individually in order for us to solve the problem collectively. By interacting in a relationship with a certain particular person, I could learn 
that I have no boundaries. I can learn I have no self-love. I can learn that I give out more empathy than I reserve for myself. I can learn that I'm selfish. I can learn that I'm overbearing. I can learn who I am because the other people are nothing but variations and expressions of different energy fields that I represent. So you see, I learn who I am. Most importantly, who I am has already been echoed to me most of my life. I know exactly what makes me tick. If I can break the social conformities and the interpretation of this world away, if I can break away from other people, then I can start interpreting the world for myself. Our social conformities gives us our identities. One identity may say I'm a teacher. The other identity says that I, I am a mother. The other identity says that I may be a doctor. The other identity says that I am part of you know, the women's group, the book reading club. But in all of that, who am I? What is my signature in this world? Well, wherever I find myself uncomfortable, wherever I find myself suppressing who I am, then I must continue to search for what's creating that uncomfortability in me. Some of us are very sensitive. Some of us are outspoken. Some of us are very loving. Some of us, you know, want to be musicians. We want to be dancers. We want to be bakers. But the social conformity says that those things will not bring us happiness. So we join other people's social conformities in order for us to find the identity, in order for us to infuse ourselves into an identity that the world sees as uh Somewhat worthy. But the hearts never lie. That's one thing about the heart. It is so magnificent that it cannot lie. That it will echo our pain wherever we go. You see, if I asked you, how's your marriage? You would tell me everything is great. But the heart will say, I disagree. The heart echoes the pain. The heart says that you are uncomfortable. The heart says that you do not like this job. The heart says that you hate where you are right now. It really does echo our pain. So we sit around social groups where we are scared to speak our opinion. We would rather flow with the opinion of the group. Or we'll become the doctor. But we hate the job, even though the job pays us a ridiculous amount of money. We do not like where we are. So how do we reach completion? Well, we are trying to align our will with God's will. So all the desires that we want to achieve, they are burning. The desire is so important in this journey. I call it the epiphany of the soul. 
It is the moment when we come into the realization that we want to be boundless. It is the moment when we sit at the edge of the bed and we go, I'm going to quit this job today. Well, where will you go? What will you do? I don't know. I just don't want to be there. Today is my last day in this relationship. Today will be my last day in this marriage. What will you do? Where will you go? I don't know. But it won't be here. Today, I desire to be free. It is a longing. It is the soul calling you back from insanity. When we have did these things over and over again, looking for a different result, one day our hair is green, one day it is blue, one day we are doctors, one day we are uh, real estate artists, the next day we're playing basketball, the next day we want to play football. We are constantly trying to find out who we are, where we fit in, till we are going through different states of insanity now we must find our way back from that insanity what is productivity to you what is peace to you what is joy to you what does a smile produce in you see feelings is confirmation that energy is real So what brings you equilibrium? What brings you completion? That is the understanding. You find your place in that. Your purpose is to imprint your energy on this planet in order to help with the acceleration of another human being. But the only way we can help is by first saving ourselves. We are the only one we can save. Other people we can help. We can only help you. But we can save ourselves. So we search for what brings us completion in this reality. Michael Jackson knew that he was a vessel. A musical instrument. A vessel for music. And that was his way of sending his energy throughout the world in order to connect with other people. He understood that. The music is what brought him serenity. What brings you serenity? I remind people all the time that every time you cry, it is a moment of clarity. Transparency, vulnerability, vulnerability, the birthplace of self-love. It is a call from the soul. It is a distress call from the soul. A moment of clarity. I do not like where I am. 
I am in great pain. I am unhappy. We must address that pain. So we find what brings our completion. It is not about the material wealth. Because the only wealth that truly exists, that truly exists, is in the equilibrium, is in the balance, is in the completion. One's own energy used to serve himself, herself. When someone is using their own energy to the benefit of them. Right now in this reality, other people are using our energy. Our energy is being consumed in other people's minds. We have to free ourselves of that. There is a great noise in our minds, a great clutter. Most of the thoughts there do not even belong to us. Our mind indeed is a womb, a place, a gestation period between the immaterial and the material. It is where we sit for the moment of expression or before energy gets to express itself. We have to remove other people's infections from our minds. Why? Because we are giving birth to other people's thoughts, other people's ideas, other people's validation. One thing about thought, once you produce a new thought, the old thought must die. Understand that. So we have to change the way we see the world. So now God gets a chance to design the world for itself. That's where you come in. You strip yourself of the social norms. You unplug from the ideologies. And you go back into the void. It is a moment of solitude. It is a moment to allow emotions and thoughts to make its noise without your assistance. And in that moment, we sit and we observe what brings us productivity, what brings us completion at that time. Who are you without the influence of me? In that moment, we must take responsibility. It is the greatest human fear responsibility you must do something about your present condition if not the force of not doing something the force of nothing will take over nothing is a force nothing is a vibration understand that Life will flow with or without you, you see. You don't have to change. That's okay. 
Everything around you will. And it will consume you as it changes. That's the way this reality works. As long as you are thinking, you cannot stop creating in this world. You have a job to do. You must leave your energy behind. We require that you leave your energy behind when you have been initiated. The discomfort is the distress call you are hearing. Wherever you find comfortable people, you will find fear. Wherever you find comfortability, you will find fear. A great responsibility is upon you. You want to take a new job, but you're worried about moving to another state because you are comfortable. You want to start a business with working at the particular at the, at the current job you are right now, but you are concerned with what will happen because you are comfortable. Wherever you find comfortability, you will find fear. You'll see. Life begins when we break the comfort zone. That's why our hearts will echo our pain. Not everyone will be called to. And that's okay. Because all energies play a role here. But once you have been initiated, you are responsible for leaving your energy behind because you are aware. When an apple decays or even when an apple is created, it duplicates the seed inside of the apple. Even if it decays, the seed is left behind. So someone else has the ability to Plant that seed and experience what the apple left behind. And experience the source of that energy. What are you leaving behind? See, long after you are gone, it is your energy you leave behind. We never met Malcolm. We never met Martin. We never met Harriet Tubman. We never met Malcolm Jack, Michael Jackson. We never met Muhammad Ali. Most of us. But we remember the energy that they died with. We remember the stories that they left behind. As people will remember you. It is the beacon of light that they seek. It is the beacon of light. That is the seed that they seek to be a part of, to experience our stories. There are people waiting to hear who we are. There are people waiting to see how we conquered this beast. We don't kill the dragon, we slay it. We make the ego submit. And then we navigate it through this chaotic world in order for it to make the transformation we need. The minute we walk into a room, we are changing the environment. The minute we interact with another being, 
we are transmuting and changing the frequency of thoughts. They must respond to who we are. You see? Because we are no longer reacting to the world anymore. Therefore, everybody must respond since we are not reacting. You see? Because whatever energy is given to me, if it does not add value, it will be rejected. So there will be no alternate and direct current given. There will be no energy exchange given unless it corresponds to who I am. You see, because we are fully aware of how we are distributing and giving our energy out. So we must walk into our true selves. That means you will be casted out. That means you will be outcasted. That means you will be pushed into the void because not only do you magnetize, but people will repel who you are. You represent their stagnating death when they see you change. You are reminding them that they are dying in this reality. That's why you will lose your friends. You will lose your family. You will lose everyone. Most of us are accelerating so fast. We have to wait for other people to catch up to where we are. We are broadcasting on a different radio station. Anyone that does not meet that vibration will cause a frequency interference, a scrambling in the radio station. And you must remind yourself not to be troubled and not to be frustrated because other people have to get to where you are. So be aware of that understanding. So we revisit our transparency. That is the self trying to communicate to the ego. You are eating your own self. You want to be a particular way, but you also have an attachment to another way. The ego has the attachment to this world. It has all the addictions. It is unsatisfied. But because it is allowed to have the seat of the physical experience, it will now allow us to take over So we must understand that. It thinks it knows everything. But the ego will experience the karmic state. So the ego goes through all the fear, the physical uh, uh, 
challenge this, the obstacles in order for you, the self, to dethrone it. The self is the one that has been calling. It is the one that has been echoing. But we must align ourselves with the personality that we think we are. We are not the doctor. We are not the lawyer. We are not the surgeon. We are not the physical body. We are not their personality. Which thoughts belong to us and which belongs to the beast? The ones that belong to the beast is the illusion. The more we believe the truth of this reality, the more we experience suffering. Or rather, the more we agree to the lie of the reality, the more suffering we will experience. You see, it is only when we accept that everything is a lie, that I am not happy, that I don't like this job. When we accept that, right? Then we are now communicating with our true selves. But once we go along, once we start to feed the beast, to feed the ego, and go against our true hearts, what is echoing to our heart, and we agree with the lie by keeping quiet, by not expressing who we are, by not freeing ourselves from these bondages, these self-imposed prisons that we have created, we will continue to suffer. Suffering is an initiation system. You will continue to suffer until you initiate yourself out of your own suffering. So in this moment, we unplug for a moment. We say who we are, regardless of how people are going to respond to us. We become transparent. We take responsibility for our own happiness. We do what we desire, despite of how people see it as worthy or whether people see us having any type of monetary value. We are not to concern ourselves with what will happen. We just need to initiate who we are. It is the greatest fear, responsibility, but we have to take it. We have to find our way back from insanity. So what is it that you would like to do? What is it? Who would you like to be? 
without the influence of the world, what would you be doing in this moment if no one was present? If there was no monetary gain, what would you be doing in this moment? What would you like to say about yourself? What would you like to speak that's on your mind and on your heart? That is who you are. Without the influence of other people, where is your authenticity? Find it. That is true transparency. And we will meet again, family. Peace.